The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not, not lose. I'm a bad man. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to continue to shake up the world. So welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ and I got my man. Yeah, yes, he's the DB of the show. We are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. We're here interviewing the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom, covering it all, laughing it all, while providing a platform to be heard. So today, man, we got to get going because we got a lot to talk about. So I'm going to go ahead and welcome our guests like we do all about this time. All right. So, Miles, have we got another DB on the show? Yes, sir. So we're gonna go ahead and play a little uh, deep, deep two. <laughs> I'll cover, cover two. the yeah, I'll Over cover two. the hook Over and the flats. Top. Over the top, right? Yeah. Deep as the deepest. But hey, he's Cali born. Nice, a part of the Vegas Nation. Hey, a brother that bleeds blue. A true Renaissance man. All right, he's the social media manager for the RJR local newspaper. Let's give it up for Adrian Adeko. Aya Darko. I knew I was gonna blow it. I practiced before, but let's clap it up. <laughs> I said it right in the end when we were talking, right? And blew it when yeah, I came on. Yeah, you, you said it real African. You know, <laughs> when the cameras was off. When the cameras was off, right? I had put the put that other voice on. <clears throat> but hey, just uh, welcome to the show, man. So, uh, how we like to start the show is a shoot your shot moment, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is where you went for it all, any time in life. It could have been when you was a youngin, could have been today, could have been in, in work. But just a shoot your shot moment. Don't give us that. Oh man, I always shoot my shot, man. Daily. Just give us a moment. Hmm. Uh, okay, I can I can go to one moment I guess uh, pops in my head. Um, you know, playing college football um, against uh, Miami. Ooh. Um, and you know, I just kind of told myself before the game I'm gonna take some chances, nothing to lose. You know, we were probably a, a huge underdog in that game. Okay. Um, and the quarterback they're kind of shuffling through two quarterbacks. Um, he threw up, you know, a pass my way, uh, and I just went up and you know, it was a big crowd went up, you know, intercepted it. Um, so it felt really good, obviously. And then later in the game, they switched quarterbacks. Okay. Um, and the, the guy ran an out route. And, uh, you know, I could have played it safe, but I just kind of jumped the route. And, you know, I ended up with two interceptions that game against Miami. So that's kind of a, a shooter shot. I was, moment, I was I in Miami? That was actually at Duke. Was oh, at Duke? Yeah. Okay. We got, we got our bus kick uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty good, but, you know, I got my two picks. So I was good. Yeah, I got yours, right? <laughs> I got mine. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one off the top of my head. I like it. So football. Basketball, ran track. Yeah. Where did the love for sports start? Uh, man, I, as far as I, as far as back as I can remember, you know, four or five years old. I think soccer was my first sport. Maybe okay. it was either soccer or basketball. They're kind of neck and neck. Okay. Uh, my dad played soccer. My dad's from Africa, yep. Ghana, West Africa. Okay. So he's a big soccer guy. Uh, so he played soccer. Uh, I think he played a little bit in college. Nothing, you know, nothing too big. But right. he had a passion for soccer, so he put me in soccer. Was like one of my first coaches, and then I really took to basketball. Um, fell in love with basketball. That was really my first love. Really? Um, yeah. And um, I played that, you know, all the way from YMCA to AAU. Mm -hmm. And then uh, started getting into football. Um, and it's kind of basketball and football are my two favorites. Um, started playing tackle when I was like 12. Okay. Um, and just kept playing both, you know. And then in, co or in uh, high school, um, track came in, you know, just running track to keep my speed for football and things you're not, like you're that. You know, I got to ask what, what event. I have to. <clears throat> You got to. Of course. So I did the relays four by one, okay. four by four. You did a little hurdling too, uh, right? Yeah, Were you hurdling? He did the research. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. yeah, four by four is legit. That's the man race. That's yeah, the man yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What leg? Um, I was usually last leg in the four by four. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Um, that was I was kind of stronger in the mid distance, um, and then in the uh, in the four by one, I was usually I ran the curves. So I would do a start yep. or or number three, mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, like you said, three hundred hurdles ended up, ended up being my. Um, my best, one of my best races. Oh, really? As I, as I progressed. Oh, yeah. nice. So, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, kick. <laughs> so, so uh, your parents were from Minnesota, correct? Correct. Yeah. How so was my, it, what was uh, it? Yeah. How yeah, was sorry. So, California. Yeah, so my mom is from Minnesota. Okay. Um, okay. Born and raised. And my okay. dad actually moved from Africa, West Africa, Ghana, to Minnesota. Okay. Um, to go to school. Okay. Um, and it's always funny to me. He says, "You like why Minnesota out of all the places?" Yeah. In the US? <laughs> yeah. And he said, "You know, back back home, he calls it back in Africa. Africa right, right, right. You know, um, their thinking is they want to go somewhere where there's good farmland. <clears throat> you know, oh, that's how they think. That's okay. So that's there's gonna it, be okay. there's gonna be plenty of food. Yeah, for you. yeah. It's gonna be plentiful, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's why he chose the Midwest in Minnesota. Wow. So he ended up in Minnesota. Me and my mom. 
um, you know, they uh, uh, had me, uh, actually, they, they, you know, fell in love, moved to California, got married, moved to California, had okay. me. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. And it's uh, <clears throat> you and your sister? Yep, my okay. little sister, yeah. Nice, nice. So she play any sports? Yeah, yeah. She uh, kind of followed my in my footsteps, like the whole soccer, you know, basketball. For better or worse, she track. basically like grew up in a basketball gym. Oh wow! I was, I was really heavy. Always in, out there, huh? In, in basketball, so she was always going to my practices, games. So she ended up playing basketball, also soccer. Okay. Uh, and she unfortunately had a couple knee injuries. She tore ACL like three times. Oh, um, same so leg. Yeah, I think it was the same leg. I think it was both, but I think Ooh. two and one, and maybe one and the other. So it was really bad. But, um, you know, she would have been good outside of that, but that kind of cut her career short. Like, she had three surgeries before the age of 16. Damn. So I feel for her. Yeah. Um, That's tough, isn't it? Yeah, she's doing well. She's a, she's a nurse now, so she's doing well. Oh, man, front line. Yeah. Right, yeah thank you yeah, for what exactly. she does, man. Yep, she's a hero. She's a hero. Do you have any injuries? Yeah. So uh, I made it through college without any major injuries, That's, thank God. Yeah. Um, I, had, I had some, you know, banged up shoulder, banged up knee here and there. But then, of course, when I get done, playing i still have the itch to play so i go out and play flat just can't let her go nah. can't let her <laughs> nah. so i had some you know high school buddies talking to me and going out and play flag football and then you That's know the worst. i'm playing like db or whatever uh-huh. and he he convinces me to go on a blitz i'm like this is <laughs> this is a flag football so my you know now, what, now what is it that one of those contact flags or it was nah, like it was i mean it was it's I mean, flag, guys were going hard, but yeah. it was still flag. Yeah. Yeah. People go but, hard, though, man. That's those yeah, people sometimes be... when they got the lineman oh, there, man, it's too it's much. like, I'm, I'm a pulling guard. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't oh, think I don't think it's yeah. a lineman okay. pulling guard. Yeah. But, so, you Some know, people go hard like that, though. Yeah. I listened to him like a dummy and, and went on the <laughs> blitz. And I kind of, like, try to, like, curl and go after the quarterback. Right. All I hear is pop. Oh. And drop to the ground, and it was my ACL. So that was my first, like, major, major injury. It was luckily after I was done playing, but it was still, you know. How old were you then? I think I was like 24. Oh, okay. 25. Still not bad, but. Yeah, yeah that's it, not bad. Because my, pop, my the, pop said 26 is like, if the you're not playing. time, it's a wrap. Yeah, huh? After 26, if you're doing something stupid, you better get hurt. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I learned that the hard yeah. way. So, yeah. And y'all ACL game ain't, ain't too tight in the family, right. man. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. It was, I had an ACL, got that fixed, mm-hmm. and then went back out. I was hooping. Okay. Uh, tore my meniscus. Ah, least. And then in the same knee. And then that wasn't healing right, so I had to go back in and clean it up. So I ended up with, like, three knee surgeries. Oh, wow. After, you know, the bulk of my – or after all of my athletic career. Wow. <clears throat> I'll be bow-legged, man. <laughs> bow-legged people don't hurt their knees. Man. Is that what you think? That's a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> wow. LeBron kind of bow-legged. I don't think he's had a serious injury. So I'm telling you. He might, might be something to that. Bro, uh, roll, LeBron rolled his ankle, and he just <laughs> tapped it. All right, I'm good. Yeah, he's different. That's a different breed. <laughs> totally different boy. breed. Uh, Miles facts right there. <laughs> um, so let's get into Duke. I mean, that's yeah. so. First, before you get into Duke, how did you make the determination when you said basketball was really the love and the football? Yeah. How did you, especially going to Duke, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. How did you make that determination <laughs> that football was the sport for you to kind of move forward or, or take the furthest process with? Uh, it was really kind of based on my offers. Um, I had, a, you know, I had a few more football offers. I had a few basketball offers too. Um, actually, the Naval Academy wanted me to play both, but I wasn't trying to do the whole Navy wow. thing. Navy um, and play two sports. Right, right, right. That was a little <laughs> too much. Um, my dad was kind of pushing for that. But then, um, yeah, it kind of just came down to the offers, and I liked the schools kind of more for football. Gotcha. Um, it actually came down, believe it or not, between Harvard and Duke for me. Um, I took a trip to both. But as you know. <laughs> man. <laughs> wow. That's okay. dope, man. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's. You could say I turned down Harvard, you know, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. But um, you know, they don't Humble give brag. They don't, brag. They don't give, <laughs> they don't give uh, athletic scholarships. So yeah. it's like go to Harvard uh-huh. for like whatever half price or whatever, and have my parents pay or go to pay. Duke for free. Gotcha. So that's kind of um, how I broke it down. And also, I was thinking I'm I'm six one. I'm not very tall, you know, as far as like you know uh, professional basketball goes. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking my shot to go pro, which was the goal, is probably easier in football. I'm kind of prototype size for a right. receiver or DB. You know, right. six one, two hundred. So I thought I had a better shot of going pro. No, that makes um, sense. But one thing I didn't take into account that um, sometimes I kind of kick myself is the there's more opportunities to play pro basketball overseas. And I have a mm. good friend. There's more opportunities, right? Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's kind of like, dang, but, you know, I'm happy with my decision. And growing more now, right? You got the G League. You got right, right, <laughs> over, right. there's so many other kind of yeah, opportunities yeah. you got for that. Sure. Yeah. So so then you ultimately chose Duke. Yes. Yeah. That's dope. So from California to Carolina, I know those are 
two different worlds. Definitely, so definitely. How was the uh, culture change going to Carolina? Yeah, definitely a culture shock. Um, you know, growing up in California is very diverse. Mm-hmm. You have all different races. I remember my my group of friends in um, like elementary school. It was like me, um, a guy from Argentina, a Japanese guy. Oh wow! And a um, Armenian guy. Okay. And that was kind of my core group of friends. Uh-huh. So just you know that tells you the diversity in California, and then going to North Carolina is either like you're black or you're white. Light skin, maybe. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're mm-hmm. black or you're white. And our our school, granted, was a little more diverse in the actual area sure. of Durham or Durham, Raleigh. Durham. Durham got some areas over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got my, my brother lives in Raleigh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some hoods over there. Yeah, they got yeah. some yeah. areas. Yeah. There's some people that have been down and had a good time around those areas. <laughs> definitely, yeah, it's a good time. But yeah, definitely less diverse than California outside of the campus life. Got you. So the Duke experience. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. to me about that. It was a great experience. I mean, obviously, I I was a huge basketball and football fan, but mm-hmm. obviously, Duke, you think basketball. So I grew up, you know, watching Duke basketball, yeah, right. uh, the Carolina rivalry, all that. And I was always a fan of Duke. I remember I had the black the black and blue when they first came out with the black jerseys, Duke. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, had to, I got them from East Bay. Okay. Remember East, Bay? East Bay. I got the uh, – Jason Williams. <laughs> oh. I had the black uh, Duke shorts with the Nike swoosh on them. So I remember I was so happy when I got those. So, like, I was always a fan of Duke, so it was mm-hmm. crazy to actually go there. Right. Uh, not for basketball, as I probably dreamed it would be. Sure. Um, but I had to learn that they did have a football program when they started recruiting me. <laughs> I never heard of their football program. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a great opportunity to go there. And, um, you know, it's the best of both worlds, which is also why I, why I chose it. You know, you have the uh, – it's a top five, top ten um, academic school. Absolutely. In the, in the country, maybe the world. And then you also get the chance to play in the ACC against your Miamis, right. your uh, Virginia Techs, your right. Florida States, right. you know, you Boston. name it, Clemson. Boston right. College still in that? Are they, uh, they were when I was they there. They were, right? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. I don't think, are they still there? I think they're still there, yeah. I, I mean, Coach K always <laughs> says it's almost like a flawless pitch, like top-of-the-line yeah. education, top-of-the-line athletics. Exactly. I, don't, I exactly. mean, I don't know what gets much better than that. Exactly. So there's, there's a couple things that stood out in the college career that, to me, <laughs> for one – the 96 snaps, one game against Northwestern. I've read that on your oh, box. Okay. How? <laughs> how? Is what, that's a lot of snaps. That's a lot of snaps. That's a lot of snaps. What happened? There's like 13 punts that y'all had. Like, like, Obviously, our offense wasn't on the field. At no, all. That much at that all. game. Um, but, yeah, that's – I mean, unfortunately, when I was there, it was a lot of snaps on defense. I remember going to watch a film. It was like in the 80s a lot of times. Yeah. So, 90s, I guess that's on the extreme side. But – yeah, I, I can remember that game, and I can remember being tired. I can remember it being a dogfight. I think yeah. that the game, I'm thinking of, right? the game I'm thinking of, I think we actually won that game at Northwestern. If it's oh, the one okay. I'm thinking of. Yeah. You did. Yeah, so well, I'll take it. You know, I'll take, I'll take the W. I remember I had a lot of family there because I have a lot of family in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And they, so they, they, they all came yeah. yeah. Yep, so, yeah, that's, that's a – So you got that adrenaline for that, you know, play 91 <laughs> and 92. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then, man, I got I got to ask this because I was on a sorry team in college. Where'd so you, where'd you play at? I'm sorry, I didn't do my research. No, no, you're fine. No, I played at Northern Colorado. I was I was a one double A guy from up in the Greeley, Colorado. And you so. played corner or safety? Corner. Okay, I was corner. Gonna, I figured, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, you helped me on the top over there. <laughs> I got you. I like I, got the, you. I like the jump stuff. <laughs> uh, but the 12 season. Oh man, I, I have to ask, man. Yeah, I, you had to I, remind I, me. I was going to, if he didn't say it, I was going to say it. Not even that. No, like, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, it was 0-12. It was 1-11 another year. You guys um, didn't have very many wins through your, because you was 0-4 to 0 I was 0-4 to 0-8. Yeah, yeah the new so, coach the senior year, right? Exactly. That's when Coach Cutcliffe came in. Cutcliffe, and um, he helped y'all turn the program around. Start turning, turning it around. around. I like to think that I'm, like, one of the foundations. One of the foundations. Of the foundations. Right. Pound the rock. The, <laughs> took a lot of the L's. You know, yeah. the, built that solid base, baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, we took a lot of L's. It was tough, man. Like, you know, losing and having to. You know, just re-motivate yourself to practice, lift oh, weights man. every day in, day out, go to class. Um, but at the end of the day, I was still living a dream. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. You know, it sucked to lose, obviously. Right. Um, but I, I kind of signed up for that, knowing the state of the program. Yeah. Um, and obviously didn't turn around as fast as I, I would like it to. Um, but it was still living a dream, playing against, you know, future NFL players, playing the ACC, playing in stadiums you see on TV and like we said, you know, getting a world class education. Yeah. So you and know, you played against some great even outside of conference. Y'all played against Alabama one year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We played at Alabama. At Alabama. In front oh, of, so of ninety two thousand. Oh so, man. 
Yeah, so experiences like that, right. even though you're taking your lumps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as you're shooting your shot yeah, during exactly. those games, I'm right? Still so long, I'm, I'm getting mine, kid. <laughs> trying to, yeah, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. So, speaking about the competition you had to play against, who did you play against that just was, like, the most exciting or the, like, one of those you pinch yourself or kind of brag moments, right? Because there's some, a lot of people during yeah, that time yeah. period that played in some of the games you played. Yeah, so some of the names like Devin Hester. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could just start there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Um, Russell. I saw that interview Russell about Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. I saw the interview. Guy, that tweet. Yeah, <laughs> that some tweet? Guy, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's having some fun with it. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, I would have never thought. Like, that was back when he was at NC State, State right. or yep. in Wisconsin. Yeah, so, right. You know, you would never thought he'd be an eventual, you know, all time great Super, Super Bowl champion. So, right. Like, you know, those are some of the guys. Um, I remember C.J. Spiller, he's one of the guys that sticks out as just, um, yeah. when you just talk about unreal speed um, and just next level athleticism, he's a guy who sticks out in my mind. I always say C.J. Spiller, Calvin Johnson, uh, Demarius Thomas, okay, uh, a lot of guys like that, you know. And it, well, they were still running the triple option, like Georgia Tech and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, he was just oh. <laughs> he was, he was, he was still out. Catching, one, yeah. Nines. Yeah, he was still catching his jump balls and stuff. I remember <laughs> uh, he ran a post one time, and I, you know, I, I saw it coming. Okay. Um. You know, he's coming on the post. I'm, I'm playing middle field safety. And I'm like, I got this breakup, maybe even a pick. I go up to high point the ball. He goes up to another level. He has like a 40-inch vertical. Yeah. But I'm still there. When he comes down, I'm raking. I rake as hard as I can, you know, rake his arms Absolutely. out. Absolutely. He's just manhandles it, you know, makes the catch. And it's just like, uh. damn. Like, you know, I did. I was in perfect position, did everything did I could, raked as hard as I could. But, you know. He's just a kind of a, you know, I guess he was First a round superior draft athlete at that, at <laughs> that, that part. part. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, really quick, just to touch on it. So, you're a Duke guy, you know, so Zion's in, in the media a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so did, you, did they break bread for you, too, while you was, while you was down there? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. We got our little cafeteria card. <laughs> um, I think when we moved off campus, we got, like, a check. You okay. Know, but that's, like, all legal. Oh, that's, the, the yep, pay your, pay in between your, the NCAA rules. Yeah, so I was, I was by the book. You know, okay. I, wasn't a, I wasn't a five star or anything like that. So, you know, I had to work for everything I had. Gotcha. <laughs> so, um, who's your game? Did you have your you pattern your game after somebody, or is this kind of your game? Or I would definitely watch a lot of guys, even like um, you know my contemporaries. I remember like Jimmy Smith. I would watch a lot from mm. Virginia Tech. He was kind of a bigger corner. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because my when I redshirted, I would actually play him on the scouting team. Okay, mm. yeah, and I would have one sleeve like him. Like <laughs> you know what I mean, like and just like really live it up. But um, but yeah. Uh, Palomalu, Ed Reed, all those okay. guys, all the top safeties in the NFL. I would watch on Sundays, okay. like after my games on Saturdays. Okay, try to pick up little things. But yeah. Okay, if <clears throat> if you were to make a perfect safety, right? Mm -hmm. Mental, length, their legs. Who would that person be in each kind of like category? So like from smarts, who who you think is the top safety? If you're about to make a prototype. Smarts. Okay, I probably go with uh, Palomalu. Okay, his, his brain and his instincts. Okay, kind of just is not being or Ed Reed, one of those two. Okay. As far as being around the ball and, you know, prototype, uh, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Oh, was, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's he was, a beast. He was nasty. Yeah. He was nasty. You know, 6'3", 230, yep. ran a 4'4", four, four, whatever yes. it was. And, yeah. you know, great ball skills. Yeah. So, I think he's kind of like the closest thing, um, you know, to kind of a, a perfect or prototype Type safety. safety. Absolutely. Yep. I can 100% with that. Yep. Agreed. Um, really quick, you did mention it. So, I did see that you went to – you did visit Africa, right? Was that your mm -hmm. only trip and – what was the motivation? Was it just, I mean, what you just talked about, I'm not even going to put words in your mouth. What was the motivation for you to go back to Africa? Yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was my first trip. Okay. Uh, it was in 2015, going back to Ghana. And I always wanted to go there. Like, you know, my dad, um, you know, instilled that culture in me when I was younger. Right. Um, I don't speak great. the language, but he taught me some words. We had, you know, pictures around the house. We had a, a picture of my grandfather and all his traditional, uh, where my, he was actually a chief um, in Akrapong. Um, he was Damn, a, he was a chief of a village. That's wow. awesome. Um, and also a police chief in the town. So you know, my my dad always told me stories about him. That's amazing, um, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm blessed to have that. You know that running through my blood. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I always had a, a desire to go there. When people, you know, you ask people, you're gonna know them. Like if you can go one place in the world, what would it be? Right. I would always say Africa, Ghana, because yeah. I hadn't been there yet, and I think that's like a foundation of of who I am. And that's just a necessary visit for me. So I was lucky enough to go in 2015, um, and it was a good experience. Um, 
it's just crazy like just seeing how they live uh -huh. you know still to this day um uh their government was kind of doing some questionable things with <laughs> cutting off the electricity like we only had electricity when i was there for 24 hour period so you had 24 hour period with uh lights and 24 hour period without lights oh. yeah so and they call wow. it they call it doomsa doomsa <laughs> what time um, of year was this this was summer summertime i think it was july uh, 2015 okay yeah so it's it's hot out it's yeah. like 80 degrees and right. humid and you may not have no ac that night because they cut off the uh the air conditioning wow um you know and you come we go out you know maybe for dinner or something uh -huh. and you come back to the house and you have to have a flashlight just to find your room get wow. back to the house yeah wow and that's in that's in 2015 you know i mean that's wow. how they're still living there and this is in um you know my family there is like pretty well off like right. i was in a nice house over there but sure. it still didn't have uh, you know electricity because it was government sanctioned or right, government exactly. ran or whatever like that exactly now. wow and then the other thing was the roads well, was three things there was the lights electricity and then the roads like there's not too many paved roads there like mm -hmm. you go you're driving and you may be in a taxi maybe in your family's car and you're like <laughs> rocking you're on like dirt roads with mm -hmm. big divots in it and things like that um so that was another thing um and then the last thing was <clears throat> was last thing oh the showers so you take bucket showers there they don't have water pressures in in most of the homes hold on <laughs> yeah right it's 2015 yeah 2015 in ghana which is one of the more progressive right. advanced yeah. countries right in africa right and you're in a two-story house um that looks nice like looks like a kind of a cookie cutter home in vegas sure. mm -hmm. but there's no water pressure from uh the shower head you have wow. to fill the fill the bucket in there in the shower in the bathtub and wash yourself and that's how we and that's how we bathe every day for you know for the week i was there so wow. that's a lot of things like I didn't anticipate that was yeah. eye opening. Yeah. I mean, that makes you really put things in perspective and not take things for granted. Yeah. I, I mean, I've <laughs> seen some. My parents used to live in uh, Turkey when I was in college. OK. Military. So I used to go out there to like Istanbul and Adana. And, you know, you would see people, you know, I already think it's a crazy job. The people that clean windows mm -hmm. like in apartment buildings. Yeah, or, yeah. But they would have no bungees, nothing. <laughs> they just holding yeah. on with their big toes. Like, <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Right, right, right. Making this, making it happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Definitely take for granted, man. Yeah, right. for sure, for sure. Right. <clears throat> Quick hits. Quick hits. Um, Duke basketball. I'm gonna steal this one from my my uh, knucklehead brothers. Okay. Start, cut, or bench. <laughs> oh man. Zion Williamson, Grant Hill, Ooh. Kyrie. Start, Ooh. cut, or bench. Ooh, that's a good oh, one. My what you God. got? Give it to us. I gotta give one to each of them. Yep. yep. Start one, bench Start one. one. Cut one, bench one. Okay, I got to start Grant Hill. He has I'm, titles. Yep. Um, I got to cut Kyrie. <laughs> he was there for two weeks. Yeah, exactly. He played. I love Kyrie. I'm a big Kyrie yeah. fan. He played 11 games. Like yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. easy. I'll cut Kyrie. Yep. And I got Zion coming off the bench. There Good. it is. All right. I like it. All right. Uh, being interviewed or giving an interview, which one? Which one would you rather do? Being interviewed. Being interviewed. Now you go front. <laughs> <laughs> Top five athlete rappers okay oh athlete i don't even know if i know five <laughs> athlete rappers dame dollar come on he gotta be in there <clears throat> myself number one yep <laughs> dylon dame, dame, dame dollar for sure um okay um i gotta put Shaq in there kobe kobe Shaq went platinum though yeah, yeah. Shaq went platinum do you uh, want me what, to shoot it what other athlete rappers we got um Kobe, had, you know, Kobe, Kobe had yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Nah, rest in peace, Kobe. He, uh, he did one with, uh, was it Brandy? Or, <laughs> or, yeah, nah, yeah. He, had a, he was rapping in Italian and all that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony Parker had an album in French. No, Two that's of them. right. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, who else, who else raps as an athlete? Uh, I know Shumpert does a little something. Shumpert is, Shumpert yeah. is nice. He's, uh, he's Lou cool. Williams, I know raps. I haven't you heard too much of his nice? stuff. You say nice? Really? Shumpert is nice. I like okay. Shumpert. Okay. And then you got light-skinned Lonzo Ball. He's trying to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a rap snob. So if it's not like good, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean? I heard some of Dame Dollar stuff. And he can go. I'm no, like, Dame, I like no, Dame. Dame yeah. I respect. He can go Dame. Real. He, He's got balls. But nice. other than that, like if you're just kind of halfway in, halfway out, like yeah. I rather listen to like Jay Z or Nas. You know, why would I waste my time on that? I feel it. I feel it. <clears throat> Last one. What's worse, and this is kind of your social media thing. Okay. Getting beat on the post over top. Ooh. Are sending a, a social tweet that's got a mistake in it. Which one is worse? Oh, post over the top. 
Yeah, you yeah. can always you can always delete the delete. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> you can delete the tweet. You can rework the Facebook IG post. So yeah. I mean that happens when you're sending out, you know, hundreds, thousands of posts. So, yeah. Yeah, but being yeah, getting being on a post, like I still think about times I got beat. You know what I mean? Like telling you don't go away. Yeah, it haunts you. So, you're supposed yeah. to shake it off, but it's just still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like uh I, I used the ankle bite tackle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the times that you miss oh. and you just kind of roll over and you see his cleats still running. <laughs> Yeah. How embarrassing that oh, is! Yeah, I know that's a bad feeling. It's bad, man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was good stuff. All right, man. So let's get into present day, man, in your career right now. So since we talked about, um, you know, a tweet, that's you know what your gig is now. How did you get into like the marketing? Because you started off in sales, right? Is that kind of yeah, a little bit. I did sales for a little bit, like maybe three months between but, jobs. But yeah. Was marketing always the goal, or how did you get into you know doing the social media marketing? Yeah, so I guess the goal was always to do something uh, kind of in business and marketing, and, okay. and kind of in the sports entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually graduated in in two thousand eight, which is the middle of the recession. Um, oh yeah. So it was kind of similar to Dang, times I didn't even now. Think of that. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was really bad when I graduated, as far as finding a job, the unemployment rate, um, people weren't really hiring. Um, so I got a break, like my old, one of my old coaches actually got me a job as a, a basketball coach, coaching middle school basketball okay. at a Brentwood school. Nice. Um, so I did that for like a season and then I had done an internship with a family friend who owns an accounting firm, um, like a high profile, high profile accounting firm in, uh, in LA. So he called me out the blue and said, Hey, you know, I want to bring you in, um, and talk about maybe you working, you know, working for me. Right. Um, so he had the idea to kind of bring me in. Um, as kind of a, a sports management liaison to try to get younger athletes in and help manage their money and take care of their money. The scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with good, in- with good intentions, you know. Right. No, you know, right, you know right, athletes right. blow their money, so kind of be that middleman between the firm and, and the athletes. So I did that for a while, and I actually became like a staff accountant there. Oh, dope. So I, I worked as an accountant for like a, a year and a half. And he wanted me to get my CPA, but I was like, you know, I'm not really a number mm-hmm. cruncher, cruncher guy. Like, just didn't feel that. Yeah, that not, I couldn't see myself doing that forever. Right. But he's a well-connected guy, so he was like, hey, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know, our passion is really in, in sports entertainment. So he was like, let me, you know, make some calls, see what I can do. And he got me uh, some informational interviews at Fox. Um, Skip. Yeah, yeah. So he knew. Skip. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> so Skip, Skip he's lost. Yeah. Skip and Shannon. I yeah. get it. I was lost. I didn't get I it. I had to think about it too. Okay, thank you. Don't like it's just me. He's like, what? Like, hold on. I'm like, what My happened? Bad. It's all good. This is, this is obviously this is before Skip and Shannon was right. there. This is like 2012. So I'm I more to, of a Colin Cowherd kind of guy. Anyway. I like Cowherd too. Yeah. Yeah. He so, got Vegas ties. Yep. He does. He does. Um. So yeah, he got me some informational interviews there, and I just kind of this was at the same time I I left his firm and I was doing sales. Okay. Um. But I was still kind of working Fox Sports, um, making calls. Hey, does anything open up? Anything open up? And finally, one of the executives there called me back and and uh, said, "Hey, I want you to interview interview for this social media position okay. uh, at Fox Sports. We're starting a social media. This is before they even had social media as a job. Yeah. Like at this point, they just had PR people sending out random tweets. And right. Stuff. So they were starting a social media division. Oh, that's so I was wild. a part of like their original social media uh, group at Fox Sports in 2012. Damn. Yeah. And and that's challenging right like when you come into something where it's yeah. not really identified and you have to grow it sure. and there's really no matrix of like what's am i am i doing good yeah, you or don't not, even know right? if you're like, doing it right or not right. there's no there's nothing to compare it to at the time so Dang, that was kind of the cool thing is to kind of grow with the business and evolve with the business um you know and be kind of one of the, the pioneers of, of you know social sports i guess yeah That's i awesome. mean the, just the just the evolution part of it from when you play you know what what Twitter was when you played until you know what it is now. Facts. Yeah. You know like, I didn't even you know, have Twitter when I played. When I was in college, there wasn't Twitter. Twitter came out in two thousand nine. I it believe it was like it was like, like oh, I didn't so we we had yeah. fa- we had yeah. Facebook, My, MySpace, yeah. My- <laughs> yep. top five, top five. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So how do how do you feel about that 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 trend? Because you've seen it from the start yeah. to where it is now. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? No, it's amazing. I think it's a great platform for all these young athletes, especially now. You know, you have. Uh, you have high school kids coming out of high school with a million followers, five hundred thousand followers. Blue checks. So I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah, verified everything. Like, I'm still trying to get some of our official the review journal accounts verified. You know what I mean? Like right. these guys are in high school and verified. So I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm jealous. Like I wish I had that platform when I was younger to put my highlights out and things like that. Like yeah. I, I don't even know where half of my uh, VHS highlight tapes are from high school. These right. Guys can upload it right after the game. So I think you know it's an awesome platform, and especially now. 
with the, with the NCAA allowing players to profit off their likeness, I mean, that's huge. That changes the you game. I mean, you can build your brand starting at whenever, whenever your parents allow you to get an Instagram account. <laughs> right. 11, 12, you know, and you can build from there. So accurate, man. So, and then, I mean, and if you have the following, you could get XYZ Company, give you a couple hundred course, bucks for a of tweet. Of course, that's all it's about that's is, is all your it's following, about. your numbers. It. Yeah. So How that works with, I'm not going to get into that. But like, that, <laughs> like if you're 12 years old and you like, you know, hey, tweet this and you get, you know, Three, Wait, how's, that, how's that your, different your from parents. a twelve-year-old on a sitcom or yeah. in a commercial? Your but does that affect like if they're trying to go to college? If they if they still yeah, want to yeah. do NCAA? True. Like, I wonder true. how that works. Oh, that's what I'm gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's you know, G League, I guess. We're <laughs> 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 overseas, Australia. There it is. It's true. China. China. <laughs> true. I'm always interested, man, because I know you got a, you got a bachelor's in, in marketing and management. Yeah. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people kind of change paths. They just kind of fall into a career. You yeah. know what I mean? But it seems like you've been pretty consistent in what you wanted to do. Almost from almost from the get-go, man. So, like, yeah. what what in your makeup? I don't know if it's your parents, your like your family. What in your makeup allowed you to say, okay, this is what I want to do, and you just kind of kept pressing towards that goal? That. Yeah, it definitely wasn't that easy or that clean or that uh, focused. Okay. Um, I knew I wanted to do, like, I was always interested in business and entrepreneurship okay. and marketing, that whole world. Um, and then being able to tie that in with sports. Um, but like I said, like I had started as a basketball coach yeah. and then started at an accounting firm. I didn't right. go to school for that. Like I just kind of learned that on the fly. So that's like, I really didn't start getting into, you know, in social media I had, that wasn't even a thing really. I mean, sure. there was Facebook, oh, but sure. as a job, that wasn't even a job. So it's not like I planned on that. I sure. kind of fell into that. Um, you know, but, uh, from 2008 to 2012, I was kind of just figuring my way out. You know, I did coaching, I did accounting, I did sales. And then finally I land, uh, landed at Fox Sports and was able to do social media. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like line. that. It linear. wasn't like I had this focused thing and I just made it. And yeah. I just, you no, know, it was a lot of, you know, twists and turns and opportunities you know, that you, yeah, yeah, that you made the best of, huh? Yeah. And really so. just following my gut. Like, you know, I could have, I could have said like, you know what, I'm just going to go and get my CPA and, and make, you know, my family friend, my mentor, really, he's mentor in my life. Uh, kind of just make him happy but i knew that's not what i wanted so i had to kind of follow my gut mm. and think about what was going to make me happy not what what was going to make me money but what's going to make me happy and what do i see uh longevity in got it you know and happiness in you know? okay <clears throat> that's good stuff. so you are part of the media yeah all right and i guess we are I too i forget that sometimes right because <laughs> because we don't look at that especially being players and you know we get in uh miles and i was always talk about the debate of like where media stands and athletes and that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, but I do want to get where you believe sports um, and athletes have the, um, not the right, but the obligation mm. to speak up on social issues. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason I say that, because this, of course, is a hot topic right now about sure. social issues. Sure. Um, and we've seen a couple examples like, you know, that we just came off the Jordan dock. Yeah. And, and there was a, an issue that, you know, he did it one way. And then you have LeBron of today that does sure. it one way. And um, uh, Chris Broussard and um, what's uh, Riley that's on Speak for Yourself? Yeah, Marcellus Wiley. Mar Marcellus yeah, Wiley. Yeah. They had two different opinions. Yeah, yeah. And so one says they absolutely are supposed to. Yeah. And one says they shouldn't. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know if he said they shouldn't. I think, because I know what you're talking about. I saw yeah. that earlier this week. Or they I should think select said, their lane. Or... Yeah, they should um, do what's kind of in their heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, it, if it's organic to you and you're passionate about it, I, I believe you should speak out mm -hmm. and use your platform. But it's something you're not comfortable with. Um, you may not know how to articulate it. You may not have all the knowledge or facts. Sometimes you can be more of a disservice if you're just speaking out of turn or speaking without the correct facts. Um, so I'm more of the mindset that, you know, if it's on your heart, if, you, if you've done your research, use your platform. If you're not a talkative guy, if you're a shy guy like a Kawhi Leonard, mm -hmm. I mean, you can't really force yourself to, you know, I mean, you could, but it's not going to, it may not come out right. It may do more harm than good. Right. So I think do what's organic to you. Um, and do what's on your on your heart. I like that. I mean, I do feel strongly the other way, but I still like that. <laughs> you no, feel I strongly can... the other way? Oh, absolutely. Because I just think that, you know, um, when you're in those situations that we talk about this a lot, that us as a culture have responsibilities that are placed upon us just because of our color mm -hmm. and our race. That's just what they are. And, and maybe and, your, your, your protest or your, you know, your movement isn't just talking though. Maybe it's how you carry yourself. Maybe you carry yourself with respect and dignity and that speaks volumes and that right. can, and that can, you know, touch people. So. And, and, and I, I agree with you. I think there's, mm. there's multiple ways to lead. 
yes in, in multiple exactly. ways to make impact and change uh in your community and and i think so maybe a, um a mesh of that is just making sure that that's known yeah because sure. when jordan didn't come out right now he's saying oh but i gave a lot of money and it's like oh now you tell us you gave a lot of money like you could have been that could have been known that i'm like contributing or so i just think that it, it is a right for them to speak up in the way that they feel comfortable yeah, speaking up. Yeah. Because, I mean, most of these people have an army of people, right? You have an agent, you have a publicist, you have sure, a lot of these people sure. that work for you yeah, that yeah. you can have them go out and work and get the information like, hey, work for you. yes, yeah. I need to know, I don't, I'm not asking you to tell me how to do, you know, to come up with opinion, but I need the information sure. and I believe that they have the, the, um, the resources to do that. Yeah, no, I can see that too. I can see that too. That's a tough one. So, social media manager, man, do you get a question <laughs> all the time that says like, man, how do I get more followers? Is that, a, is that a topic that... Yeah, people ask me that, and my answer to that is, like, content is king. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be consistent. You got to be putting out um, good content, um, and that's and that's really it. Like, you can't really you can't really force it. I mean, you could buy followers if you want, but that's, you know, um, th those aren't real at the end of the day. Right. Right. So what's that really... What are you really accomplishing? So I think it's just all, all about figuring out a way, figuring out what your brand is, what your voice is, um, and being consistent with that. Um, and the followers will come. Okay. Know? Yeah. And then when you're working for uh, hmm. a company like, you know, Las Vegas Review Journey, how how do you get you know, their vision? Because I feel like the social media is like out front. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get the immediate feedback, and then you're going to, you know, yeah. you're responsible kind of for, you know, putting the, the vision together out there too. Is that tough? Is that is that is that hard? Is that, you know, just kind of talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it can be it can be tough, but I think I just kind of use my instincts. I mean, I've been doing this since 2012, so okay. that's eight years of doing this and a lot of trial and error and being able to make mistakes and kind of being at the forefront mm -hmm. uh, of the business and kind of learning what works and what doesn't work. Okay. Um, and just the little intricacies, like what size video I should use, what, what size picture I should use, um, what hashtag I should use or not use, um, you know, captions to use. So all those little things go into it. Um, so now I'm kind of like, you know, almost on autopilot. Like I know, mm -hmm. um, you know, the timing of posts, the wording of posts, um, and just how things should be presented. So it kind of comes natural to me now. But it's, I mean, it takes a lot of practice, like for sure. anything. Yeah, for sure. And in, in your your past experience, obviously with playing, do you feel that that gives you not necessarily a leg up, but that you know, open kind of communication and, and, and uh, relationship with the athletes now? Yeah, I think so. Like I did a, um, I did a walkthrough when uh, with Jonathan Avery. I saw that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was buying a home. Oh, yeah, and you know he's a safety. I'm a safety. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so we just have a, we speak the same language. We've been through the same thing. So I think hopefully you know these guys feel a little more comfortable talking to me for sure than uh, you know maybe a reporter who hasn't played or hasn't been in the locker room. So yeah, I, I definitely try to use that to my advantage and plan to use that to my advantage. Awesome. So how many accounts do you guys have? Oh man. And do you run them all? Because, like, I was going to look, and I was like, hold on, wait, up, oh, nope, there's, there's a lot of accounts. That yeah, you guys we, had, have. we had so many when I first when okay. I first got there. Like, and that's one of the things I try to do is con consolidate it now because <laughs> the brand is just too all over the place. Right. Like, I think we had, like, uh, like 20-plus <laughs> Facebook pages for different, you know. Wow. Um, Categories. Like, yeah, or, or, yeah um, RJ Politics, RJ Business, yeah. uh, RJ Sports, um, Neon, which is our entertainment brand. So a lot of different things. And we still use some of those, granted. Um, but really what I focus on is Review Journal, the okay. main brand, uh, Vegas Nation, which is our Raiders brand, and then Golden Edge. And those are the really three that I focus on. Okay. Golden Edge, uh, excuse me, is the Vegas Golden Knights oh, okay. coverage. Okay. So, yeah, those are the, the big three kind of I focus on. Um, and then, you know, we have uh, other brands like RJ Politics and things like that that we'll use um, here and there. And uh, Neon, which is our entertainment uh, kind of lifestyle type brand. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's really those big three. And you have to have RJ Sports. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but we don't honestly we don't really we don't, we don't use that 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 much anymore. We're kind of gotcha. every like the RJ sp Sports stuff we kind of rolled under just Review Journal, Review Journal, and then if it's specific football or hockey, um, we'll put that on the you know Golden Edge or Vegas Nation pages. Gotcha. Did you have to like go to the to the the film school on, on on hockey, or is that something that was already in your repertoire too? No, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Yeah, luckily we have a um uh, a young lady who's who's very versed in hockey, and she's also a sports writer. Okay. Um, her name is Rochelle Richards. She does a great job, and she kind of handles the bulk of the Golden Edge um, social accounts. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, what is the voice right of mm -hmm. each of those? Because that's the thing we kind of spoke on a little bit, and you're getting it. 
how do you understand or craft what that voice is? Because like hmm. my personal Twitter mm-hmm. is going to have one voice versus what the Black and Sports Twitter has, right? So mm-hmm. how do you craft the different voices for them? For for me, it really comes down to the content. Like obviously, I'm, if I'm reporting on hard news, um, you know, uh, a crime or something like that, you're going to play it straight. Um, and if you have, you know, a fun story like okay, splash pads are open in Henderson, you can have some fun with it. You know right. what I mean? Um, or weather in Vegas this weekend, maybe you can have some fun with it. Um, get your umbrella or whatever, umbrella emoji, you know, however you want to do it. But it really just kind of depends on, on the content and the tone of the content, and you kind of follow that. Got you. All right. Um, so with the tone of the content, I guess, well, no, not the tone, but with those three um, spaces, mm-hmm. what is Vegas Nation's voice? What is that going to be? Is that going to be majority of the Raiders? or is Yeah, that, that's definitely all that's Raiders all voice. Raiders. And we... You know, we uh, use the Raider Nation hashtag a lot, you know, because we get a lot of pushback on Vegas Nation, right? Because every day I hear, that's Raider Nation. It's not <laughs> Vegas Nation. Especially all the people yeah, who are upset. upset. Yeah. That, you know, they left um, Oakland. Oakland. You know what I mean? So people are still bitter about that. But I think they're coming around. Um, and that page is actually growing really fast for us, the Facebook page. Um, we have a fan zone that we just launched, Vegas Nation fan zone. Awesome. So that, that content is hot. Anytime we put out any Raiders news or any stadium news, is really hot too because everybody wants to see the They're new excited. stadium coming together. So, yeah. I mean, that, that stuff is doing great for us. What's kind of your thoughts on the, the whole transition and everything like that? I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't um, a, a Raiders fan coming into this. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, I was a football fan, so I, I watched the Raiders and things like that. But, right. So, I didn't really feel any type of way about them moving or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, obviously, that's one of the reasons I took the job, you know, okay. kind of forecasting that, hey, the Raiders are coming in town. Sure. You know, it's an opportunity opportunity for me to work uh you know alongside the raiders and um you know vegas is kind of becoming a sports town now with yeah. vegas golden knights and now the raiders so uh it was kind of perfect timing for me for so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about it so i mean let's just get into that right so the winner's winner circles where we kind of talk about promoting you know what you got going on and what's next right okay. so you know let's talk about the vegas nation because you really want to talk about just the growth and what that show's doing so just tell us that platform tell us all about it yeah so vegas nation you know we're your number one source for raiders news and stadium <laughs> updates <laughs> there you go there you so go you, fox so, so you can follow vegas nation uh on facebook um instagram we're vegas nation rj um and then at vegas nation on twitter so those are our, our three main platforms and we just actually started a new tv show uh it's on cox your view channel 14 here in vegas on cox and it's called vegas nation blitz it actually is on right now. There you go. Uh, it started at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. So every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Okay. Um, you get 30 minutes of all the, the latest um, Raiders news. We have a bunch of Raiders beat writers who are on top of everything. Um, and Cassie nice. Soto, who you mentioned, who's our host. Oh, so yeah. Um, and I do a social media segment on there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the rundown That's there. coming together then, man. No, yeah, that's yeah, dope. Yeah. That's big time. And this is all, mind you, this is all through the pandemic. You know what I mean? We're doing, yeah. we launched the television show. Um, right. This is just a pat on the back to our whole organization. We launched a television show in the middle of a pandemic. Wow. Like we did a whole draft special, a three-day draft special live uh, through the pandemic, all through Skype. So it was yeah. really, it was really cool to see that come together. That's awesome. Um, with all the hurdles, you know. Ah, big time. And then um, with that being that um, you know, that's a voice, and it's on Wednesday nights, and we're usually here Wednesday nights yeah. filming. Is there like a replay that we can watch? Is it on like YouTube? Does it have a YouTube channel, or is there yeah, a replay so on your Facebook, or where's that? For sure, on Facebook, you can catch the replay. I usually post the uh, entire show. It's 22 minutes without the commercials, so I'll be posting uh, tonight's show tomorrow on the Vegas Nation Facebook, so you can check out the whole thing there, and all the episodes are there on our Facebook page. And how did it get started, man? Like, because, like, you came in to do social media. Now you have this whole show. Yeah. That's yeah. Breath. How did, where was the concept, and, and did you know that was coming when you took it? Um, A little bit. I didn't okay. know it was going to be as big as a, a TV show. I know Raiders are going to be a big prior, priority, and I knew they had the Vegas Nation brand. Um, But we have uh, our director of programming. His name is Jim Prather. And he comes from the TV world. So he's all about video mm-hmm. and TV. And he kind of um, worked that deal out with Cox um, and, and made that happen. Wow. That's how that came together. Yeah. That's dope. So issues. You guys, uh, I'm excited to see what tonight's show was going to be because there's a yeah, lot of stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. And I think the one that really blew my mind today coming in was your boy Drew Brees. Yeah, I knew I knew he's gonna bring that you up. Have, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have he to. He was on that quick too. Man. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. what's your what's your thoughts? Man, that's rough, man. I think I think that was very uh, a ill-timed statement. Um uh, I think it was 
I mean, to be politically correct, uh, I think <laughs> I think it was uh, insensitive to everything going on right now at a time where you see, you know, everybody coming together and multiple people saying, I made a mistake. I was wrong about Colin Kaepernick. Right. Uh, I think it was the VP of uh, communications from the NFL came out and said, I was wrong. I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. You have Pete Carroll saying, I got it wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have him doubling down on, I still... I still, I still don't want anybody disrespecting the flag. Yeah, when we're in the middle of protests and marches and riots, so I mean, he yeah. obviously he feels strongly about that. Very strongly. So I'll, mean, leave, I'll leave that there. <laughs> very. I mean, when you, but I will say, the Saints are coming to a Legion Stadium for sure. Week two. Week two, the Legion Stadium home opener. Opener. So we'll see, you know, if that D line gets after him, uh, you know. <laughs> But, whenever, you know. whenever you bring your grandparents into it, that's how you know it's serious. So <laughs> oh, he, he said his, he said his grandparents? About, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't see grand, the whole statement. His grandfather fought. So he's the whole military thing, well, right? Your whole, yeah. Your whole, if you bring your grandparents in, you're not, I mean, that's deep. That's yeah. that's for real, for real. And then you so. saw Aaron Rodgers came back and said, you see that? Aaron Rodgers tweeted. Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers tweeted, or uh, I think it was a tweet. He said, uh, it wasn't about the flag then, and it's oh. not about, or no, he said, it's not about, it wasn't about the military then, and mm-hmm. it's not about the military now. Um, and so, so he said something it in, like in those words, something like that. And then Mike Thomas um, retweeted him. Um, oh, he got at him. Yeah, Mike Thomas was like, you're either with us or against us, and that's his number one receiver. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. That is. You know what I mean? That's Mike gonna... Thomas still wants them targets, them of 306 course. targets of course. that and he Drew gave. And Drew Brees still wants to throw it to him, I'm sure. I'm sure and they're not, it's not like he's not we'll going to throw him the ball. But, I mean, that's an interesting dynamic now going into the locker room. Uh, Who's their backup? Cap. Uh, uh, Jameis. Jameis. He, you know, he's been, he been doing. Hey, <laughs> there may be some dissension in our locker room. Jameis been doing some unique workouts. So. And he got them eyes fixed. <laughs> <laughs> He got that LASIK. He got that LASIK. So, <laughs> hey, you mess around, you want to. I mean, but it's, I think it's sad, right? It's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Like, after all, because when was it? 2000, it was four years ago, right? Yeah, like 14, four, 15. Five, yeah, like 14, that. 15, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you still don't get it? Like, yeah, yeah. like you said, my, it's deep. That's in them. <laughs> yeah, you say your grandparents, and you're not playing. <laughs> I mean, and so staying along those lines, and then you got your boy, Vic, uh, Vangio, is that how you say his name? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Big Fangio. Yeah. yeah, he says there's no racism in the NFL. Yeah, I mean it just it just highlights the the blind spots um, that a lot of people have still, you know. And um, I don't think you can uh, you can't blame everybody all the time. I don't know because um, no. they don't live it. You know what I mean? They don't experience it. They don't feel it. Um, so they're kind of oblivious to it. They're kind of mm-hmm. going going along and they're you know a perfect Americana thinking everything's all good. Um, but you know. And things may you may have a good camaraderie in the locker room with between sure. races, of course, but it's it's deeper than that. You know what I mean? It's the it's the lack of black head coaches, it's the lack of black general managers, right. vice presidents, uh, owners, of course. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's deeper than that. Yeah, it's I, systemic. I, I, exactly. I'm, I was guessing that's what he was trying to talk like. Oh, you know, I got a you know, I got a black back friends. Are, yeah, they, my running backs are black. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, everybody's. Yeah, I mean, he referenced like the camaraderie <laughs> yeah, in, in the I, locker room. I'm, and I'm sure, like that. And, it, and it is. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, if. I always say that back to the point of athletes um, and, and their brand and, and, and talking on, you know, social awareness and things of that nature, right. like not many other walks in life is where you're going to meet and interact with different people from different races. And you guys all have like common goals. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. You're going to have a big bro from Nebraska that's been on, you know, yep. somebody from Florida and y'all all got to work together and y'all do all work mm-hmm. together yeah. for a common goal. So. And that's, I, maybe that's what he's talking about, but he got yeah. out the film room a little bit. <laughs> Open his eyes. Open yeah. up, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but right. it's good. It's good to have those moments though, because now maybe he's like, Wow, I got that wrong. I need to have more conversations with Very people. True. And maybe he learned something from that. Coaching moments. Yeah. So it's just coaching moments for the coach. <laughs> long as he's long as he's definitely open to it, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you gotta prophesize what pastors say to the man of the day, you gotta prophesize to the king sometimes. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. yeah. So Renaissance man, mm-hmm. you know I, I led that in the open. Oh, yeah, I like that. I, I like was, that. Come on, man. You know <laughs> we bring it all together. So music, yeah. passion. Yeah, yeah. Talk to us about like when did you start, man? Was it always kind of like in you? And and you know that creative side is just is great to have. And I guess in marketing as a creative, but just how to start and just go. Sure. Yeah. So I've always been a huge hip hop head ever since I was like four or five years old. Started with like Cool Mo D, and, okay. You know, uh, people like that, and uh, even Easy E back in the day. Um, so yeah, I've always been a hip hop head and kind of like a hip hop historian. 
um i always like really it. paid attention to respect it respect the um, respect the culture i love it sir like the videos you know whatever reading the credits mm -hmm. producers everything um and i was just always big on like lyrics and and uh it's funny because i grew up in altadena and everybody was playing like um west coast music and obviously tupac uh dj quick mm -hmm. uh snoop dogg and i like those guys too but i was more i always gravitated more to like a nas or like a or a jay-z because you're a midwest or, or a tribe called Quest. so you're getting but i was born in la though Oh, that's I was born true. in L.A., so yeah. I, my whole life I've been in L.A., in LA but I just was uh, just kind of like their samples, how they uh, implemented jazz and different samples and the lyrics. It just had a, it just hit different for me. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the music I always kind of gravitated towards. Um, so I was always a big hip hop fan and junkie, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then actually, like I said, when I graduated in 2008 mm -hmm. in the middle of recession, I had nothing but time. I didn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was still, there you go. <laughs> I was still actually trying to work out and do little workouts here and there, mm -hmm. CFL, all this kind of stuff. So basically I would just work out with my friend, uh, Jay Stu. Um, he's like a, a big duty through shop putting stuff. Um, so I work out with him mm -hmm. and he started like, he was making beats in his spare time. So I was like, man let me hear your beats like i was like oh, these are pretty good yeah pretty good. i was like man you know what i was like we should we should make some songs of these like so i started writing to some songs um next thing you know he had a little macbook we started recording after our workouts we'd <laughs> be in his go. parents house you know upstairs uh building little studios with pillows and stuff recording rapping right into the laptop no right. microphone <laughs> um before you knew it we had like we had like five or, we had like five or ten songs i love so I'm it. like yo like we should put a mixtape out he's like nah no, you can't do that what do you mean like, like why not right yeah. so we put out a mixtape that's how it. it all started next thing you know um my brother um kind of hops on i played him a song and um he was like man this is good and he kind of became my manager next thing you know i'm doing shows my brother's going out it. to japan to uh um host uh, a michael jackson tribute show and he's like connecting with different people in the industry so yeah it just kind of took off like that that's just big. out of not having a job and having it was kind of not having a job and then missing that um that uh that competitive that creative stimulus that i got from playing sports right yeah. channel that into music so were you so were you always that guy there's always one or two on the team that's he gonna rap before the game, <laughs> in a, at the hotel. Like, I would say rap after the win, but y'all yeah. have a lot of it, but still bust a flow though. It's right? one thirty a.m. and he's still rapping <laughs> he's like, still bro, going. we don't need you. Like, go, yeah, no hook, yeah, straight bars. Go. <laughs> go. That's funny you say that because I really wasn't that guy. Shout out to my guy um, Rato, uh, Rodney Ezard, and Charles Robinson. They was really kind of like the freestyle, the freestyle. Mike Brown too. They was really kind of the freestyle guys <laughs> in the locker room. Love and I it. would I would hop in every now and then. Right. But I, I'm not really a freestyle guy, to be honest. I like writing. Okay. I like writing. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, with the pen, I think I'm pretty good. But freestyle at the top, you know, mm -hmm. I'm whatever. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really like the freestyle guy like in the locker room. Because that locker, like that that era was like that. I told you it was all Swisher House. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike Brown's from uh, from Houston, actually. So, so yeah. He was, so, yeah, yeah, so he was definitely yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where'd the rap name come from? Yeah. Oh, so so Quam, right? So my middle, one of my middle, I have three middle names. Oh, okay. So I'm African, right? So I got a lot of names. <laughs> you got a couple of so them. My full Break name them down is, for us. Let's get the full name. Go. My full name is Adrian Emmanuel Kwame Nana Ayadarko. There it so, is. So Kwame, Epic Kwam obviously came from Kwame. Kwame. Yeah. And there was a, you know, doing my, my hip hop research, there was uh -huh. a rapper back in the day named Kwame. You know, Biggie said, like, Kwame with the polka, polka dots. dots. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I didn't want to be Kwam, Kwam, Kwame or Kwame, so I shortened it to Kwam. Kwam. That's why I got Kwam, yeah. And a lot of people call me Kwame and Kwam. Okay. Like, growing up or whatever and through, uh, you know, high school, college and stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. Shooting a video, do you get that same, you kind of mentioned it, that same hmm. adrenaline that you did playing? Or was it different? A little bit. It's definitely similar. Like, just the whole performance aspect. You know okay. what I mean? As an athlete, like, um, it's even hard for me to like be, you know, in the media or be like a fan, so to speak. Like I'm used to being the show or like right. being in the arena, the man right. in the arena or whatever, right. you know, so to speak. So like anytime I can kind of perform mm -hmm. and you get that same, it's the same process, right? You prepare, you have to write the song, you have to make a video treatment, um, you have to prepare for what you're doing and yeah. then you have to execute, mm -hmm. um, just like a game plan. So, um, it's, it's very similar and it gives me that same rush Definitely. that I, that I miss from playing sports. So. I did see a performance <laughs> of uh, uh -oh. of you uh, doing the the what was it the Fox theme song acapella. Oh wow, you yeah. found that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was fun? They didn't have you beatboxing. Who was beatboxing? Man, I don't even know who was beatboxing in that. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a lot. There was a lot bigger names I think in that in that video. It was like a little 
a little montage, like a Brady like bunch, a Bra- yeah, bunch yeah, yeah. Of little different boxes and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's cool that they came out with that, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a fun project. So, what is? Are you working on some music now? Not at the moment. Um, I kind of work when I'm inspired at this at this point. Really? You no, know, because at the end of the day, I'm not I'm not making money off of it. So, uh-huh. like, I kind of focus on back in like 2010 to maybe 2015. I was really going hard with it, okay, and putting a lot of energy into it. And I kind of took a break, uh, 2015, um, to 2018, and I just kind of like caught the bug again in 2018, okay, and really got back into it. Started shooting videos, started recording. Um, but I do have uh two fairly new songs on iTunes. Uh, one called Zooted. Um, one called Next Level, uh, NXT LVL. Those are my two songs on iTunes right now, and I have a whole sure. SoundCloud page, whole YouTube page. Just look up Quam, um, and so I have stuff from all the way back from 2010 all the way to you know 2020. Love it. So yeah, yeah. I mean I you, you had me feeling bad because you were saying you need to pick up a skill during this like quarantine time on IG, and I'm like I was with you, and then you said you need to pick up a skill. And I was like, well yeah, I guess should well, I just get on Madden, man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that's like the latest rap I wrote was that little quarantine yeah, rap. The quarantine yeah, the right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, when I'm inspired, like I was inspired. Uh, it was actually fabulous. Put out that little call to action, like yeah. rap to cold summer, and that's one of my favorite artists. So I was like, why not? You know what I mean? So I just did that real quick. You rap over some dope stuff though. Yeah, pound cake and the and the um, what's the just the two chains joint? Yeah, uh, the, the threat, threat to, threat to oh, yeah, threat to I society. I love that cut. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I heard you. I was like, okay, I yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah. I see him. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the stuff I like. Is that that music that touched your soul? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. The different that soulful samples a lot of time, and that's that's really what I connect to, and I think that's what I sound best on. Yep. And you connected <laughs> to not getting married no time soon. You, <laughs> you, you said, yeah. <laughs> It's funny. You, I feel you, like you I connected. say that a lot my rap. Yes. Right? <laughs> you let it be known. I might have a problem, you know what I mean? But nah, you know. You let it be known. I different world wanna, over here. You good. Hey, it's yeah, all good you know, I'm in Vegas now. I just moved here. So you know, when it happens, it happens. I'm not a, I'm not against it, but I'm not I'm definitely not rushing it. Let know? them wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's sewing his royal oats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So what's next, man? I mean, you know, you're doing a lot of amazing things and like, you know, we, we, we definitely have to always look, you know, we, we may not have it fully executed, sure. but is there some things that maybe you want to test out as you're navigating? Yeah. So I just want to really want to continue with Vegas Nation, just building that brand That's dope um, and having more kind of on-camera opportunities. That's, That's something Because awesome. it's crazy. When I work for Fox Sports and I told people I work for Fox Sports, they're like, oh, you're like one of the sports commentators, right? I'm like, no, nah, I'm actually like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I do the social media. Mm-hmm. So like, I've always wanted to kind of delve in that more. And now I'm getting the opportunity to do that with Vegas Nation Blitz and even our digital and social media shows. So I want to do more of that, just continue on that path. And then, uh, you know, keep making music when I'm inspired too. So. Well, we definitely <clears> want to support you. So we'll definitely put a push for everybody to tune in or, or, or check out the show, you yeah. know, on the off day. So, you know, get definitely get you out there because we do have a strong, um, you know, face the faces that look like ours that are attempting to push in the media, you know. So we had Brian, I don't know if you know Brian Salmon, we've had him on the show. So definitely want to make sure you connect with that. And then just okay. a lot of the people that are here in the studio um, that we perform in, um, you know, that are definitely giving those voices. So that's awesome. Great. great. And y'all know uh, Darren Ashton too, right? Yeah, that's DA. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had DA on the show. Yeah. Uh, me and DA go way back. So okay. good people. We need those shoes though. He he got the connects on yeah, the shoes, yeah, so we he's, just need to make sure they come in. He's a shoe guy now. Yeah, I need mine too. What up, Darren? <laughs> so this is the part, man, where we're wrapping mm. up, man. It's called the assist, right? So okay. where you get to drop some gems and drop some knowledge. Um, you've been, you know, sharing some great stuff with us. Mm-hmm. But is there like a mantra? Is there an inspirational quote that you want to share, or something that you know your guiding principles that mm. kind of guide you through? Just something you want to give to the people. Yeah, so one thing I always uh, that sticks with me is a coach said, uh, Coach Jerry Azanero, he was uh, our defensive coordinator at Duke, and he always just said, be present. Um, you know, whatever you're doing, be present. If you're doing this interview, be present. Nowadays, we have so many distractions, whether it's social media, TV, the news, what's going on. But I think if you can be present in what you're doing and everything you're doing, um, then you can kind of be your best self and, and give your best effort in everything. Drop Stay bombs. Fine. I like be that. Be present. Be present. Speaking of present, man, this is all... <laughs> Have you ever been present in the same place as Matt Forte? Because I swear y'all the same people. That's funny. <laughs> you get that, huh? Not, I haven't really. Okay. Maybe once or twice. I, I get Ghost a lot from uh, uh, <laughs> Power. I, I got Joe Budden a lot. 
um, when I lived in San Diego, it seemed like everybody walked up and like, yo, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, I never, I, Matt Forte, sometimes I got like Carlos Boozer, like, nah, you know, know, they, yeah. they love, they love throwing the jokes at me, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't got Matt Forte, maybe like once or twice, but that's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> never met it. Matt Forte. But no, that presence, that's definitely, that's yes. one of the things I think that they talked about in the Jordan, I think when wrapping it up was that yeah. he was always a being present in yep. that kind of moment. Exactly, yeah. So, that resonated with me too, yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely like that. Well, man, hey, all good things must come to an end. I don't know oh, why, man. but uh, I really, we really thank you for coming on tonight, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And we want to mm. thank the people for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us on Black and Sports on all of our social platforms. And now we got an in-house guy that's going to give us the hooks on what we need to do to make yeah. sure those socials are, are popping. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you right. Y'all need a little bit of work. I'm going to get you right. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey, <laughs> coaching moment. Coaching moment. Hey, um, but yeah, I hope you like the show. Please comment, follow us, and let us know who you want to hear. And just know that we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Look. Look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts, racks, on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I'm sorry, everybody from sports to conscious class to rap.